Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to On the Town with Tanya. Uh, it's so nice to see you guys. I've been away. You know, I've been out in them streets out in the UK, uh, but I'm back and I'm off quarantine. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, so I'm excited. Um, tonight's guest is a New Jersey native who has sung all over the tri-state area. She has sung uh, for for you know groups like uh, what is it, Cool in the Gang? Um, some uh, some groups at Motown. Uh, who is it? Um, I'm sorry. Forgive me. My backup. Mark. Uh, Mark. Mark. Mark Bruce. Troy Taylor. One tell. One twelve shades, which is Motown. Uh, and Cool in the Gang, like I said before. Please welcome. Um, and many others, I'm sure. Uh, but please welcome yeah. singer songwriter April Chalice. Welcome. Thank you. Hi. How are you? Nice to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you know, it's uh, the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, we wanted yeah. to end out with a bang. So I'm so happy that you were able to come and be. I'm with glad us. to be here. Appreciate yes. it. Um, <laughs> so, so, so you're a Jersey girl. Um, yeah. Right at three years old in the choir. Yes. Um, so when I, when my mother, when I was born, I was baptized in an African Methodist church. So once I started singing, I probably was about two and they put me in the choir and, um, my mother told, tells me that, um, I insisted on being the, in the adult choir uh -huh. and I, they said, and the choir director allowed me to do that because he said that I, I had perfect pitch at that time. I don't know if it grew, the perfect pitch grew with me, but I had perfect pitch at three years old. Um, so my mom noticed that I just love doing music. Um, mm -hmm. I played the piano. She played every kind of instrument too. She had like all flutes and all sorts of musical instruments mm -hmm. around. So I used to just dabble in all the musical stuff. I took music theory. Mm -hmm. Then I went and I majored in music in uh, uh, Morgan State. Morgan. Know, so, what? Yeah. <laughs> Morgan State. Wow, that yeah. is awesome. What do you think of this? Uh, speaking of the church, um, I always hear people say, you know, like some of my friends and I, different different nationalities, they would say, "Oh, all black people can sing," and I was like, and I, mm -hmm. and, and, or they'll spend money, um, you know, thousands of dollars for special voice coaches and all this stuff. And I'm like, if yeah. you take your child to any local Baptist right. church, I yeah. guarantee you, if they got a good organist, okay, well, yes, <clears throat> when they really know how to play, <clears throat> all good old hymnals. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, not only will your child learn how to sing or at least hold a good note, okay, yes. and harmonize, but also I find that choirs, <clears throat> excuse me, I got something stuck in my throat. Choirs are better. I gotta get some water, <clears throat> are better because yeah. um the the uh director, um, mm -hmm. they don't they don't get on you like a like a coach would, right? So no. so they build this confidence in you that you didn't even know you had. They find it. Right. Like they, right. you could be alto, soprano, falsetto. They're gonna find yes. whatever your gift is, and you're gonna fit right in because they're gonna make you. <laughs> you yes, know? yes, because that's one of the experiences that when I had at um because I went to the HBCU. You know, they have to you have to be sectioned off by your your tone, soprano, alto, anything like that. And then once you're in your little group, in even in your little section, being in a, in a choir, especially being in that choir. Mm -hmm. um, you meet a lot of people from a lot of different musical backgrounds and you guys want to help each other. You want to help each other sound sound better. So you learn a lot of tips and tricks, not just from the choir director, but you want to, you know, you want to sound a certain way. You get to hear everybody singing around you. Yes. So you kind of absorb it and, yes. and they just, we just, we just help each other and everybody um, wants to uplift each other. Nobody wants to put anybody else down. Exactly. So that's a good thing about a choir. 
it is. Yeah. I, I think my brother um, used to play the piano. So, you know, I was a choir mm-hmm. girl. But my foster mom was a preacher. So I'm like a church girl yeah. all the way. Uh, but but yeah. when I look back, I'm like, wow, they really trained me. In <laughs> well, actually, it's not that yeah. they trained me. I had a gift and I didn't even know it. Yeah, it's discipline too because, they, yeah. <laughs> No clue. I mean, no clue. You could have never told me that I'd be singing anybody's anything, much less be <laughs> up in front of uh, 200 people singing a lead right. or something. Like, what? I'm not right. doing that. But they, they, you know, they picked you out. Oh, oh, Mary, come here, girl. Come here. Mm-hmm. Just sing this mm-hmm. pitch for me. And you're like, I don't want to do it. Just sing it, girl. Like, okay. <laughs> Next thing you know, you sound right. like this great piece in a, in a whole orchestra of people. Right. So they fit yep. you in where you belong instead of just being like, I want you to sing this and sound like so and so. They like, right. no, 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 this is you. So okay, we're gonna put you right here. I yes, love that exactly. Choir. A good, a good yep. choir. Um, who was it? We had Elaine Hunter um, from Bethel mm-hmm. Baptist Church. She was in all the churches, uh, and she still to this day to me is one of the best choir directors ever. Yeah, like you could find your if you could if you got any kind of voice in you, she gonna find it. She's gonna and find it. <laughs> So I tell everybody, listen, if you are out there and you want to be a singer or your kid, you know, your kid's got a gift. I'm going to tell you how to find that gift. Take them to a local Baptist church and put them Mm -hmm. in that choir. I guarantee you, you're going to find whatever it is. That's where they are. That's where they come from. So I think Lisa Stansfield did that. She, she's, she She went to a Baptist, she becomes kind of Baptist church in England or something. Yeah, she's one of my favorite singers. I didn't know that that was that she had a background with that, but a lot I see a lot of English singers is coming out nowadays, and there's one from a, a a girl group that's coming out now, and they're singing like us, like even Adele. Like I'm just like, okay, yeah. that's <laughs> what they're influenced by. They're on. listening to Mahalia Jackson and yes, you know, Aretha Franklin, and who where they get their background? Church, you know, right? So, so exactly. church is and, and church gets it from the slaves. You know, which is like yeah. old him and olds, like, you know, uh, it, I mean, there's something to be said for that, you know, um, yeah. and that's why it's called soul singing, because everybody was singing from yes. their pain, which is why R&B and blues work so well, because you're you're going from that place right here where everybody, you know. Exactly. And I, I'd like to think it's from also like our tribal ancestors. They had all the drums and music to get through everything. Yes. I was studying like my I was studying like my DNA and then they're telling they say like Cameroon is where all the musicians come from. So I was like, oh, yes. I wonder if I came from there. <laughs> anybody came from a little, from. Not a little bit. Yeah. And yeah. and I I do have a little bit of that. But everybody, every um I I listened to a lot of African music as as well growing up. So oh. it came it came way before. Like you can once when I was in African dance classes and everything, it just you feel the music. The music just does something yeah. different. <laughs> yes. Well, you look at all those TikToks now, right? And you look at all mm-hmm. the um, the dance. I saw this like 90 year woman that was dancing and it, and she was going to the yeah. beat. Oh. Someone else might think we're crazy, but black people, we know that like, yeah, that's just like, how she know how to do that? How she <laughs> in the 90? I mean, just saying. I mean, but, like they call, the kids today though, this is the irony. The kids mm-hmm. today call it something else. Like I saw the crib walk. She was kind of doing mm-hmm. that, but but she's been yeah. doing that. That's like a part of the tribe or something. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe we've been in DNA. It's been yeah, planted in our DNA. Like, definitely. Because <laughs> that's what you learned. I learned from my grandma, too. Like, um, my mother, a funny story. My mother told me, like, my grandmother, when she was dancing, she used to dance, like, in the 20s. You know how uh-huh. they used to, the swingers, they used to dance yes. and flip. They used to flip her around because she was little. So they, they, they would be able to flip her around like that in the 20s dances. I was like, that's amazing. I wouldn't have thought that knowing my grandmother my whole life, but wow. when I heard her, I was like, really? Wow. 
That is amazing. I just love it. I love it. Um, so that's good. So you get, that's where your home background comes from. So would you play instruments as well? And you write your own music? Yes. Um, I, I took piano ever since I was um, six years old. Mm. So I studied that. Um, I'm not as good as my son, though. My son, I taught, I taught all my kids how to play. And then I kind of like wandered off. And so I don't, I'm not as good anymore. But right. they're amazing. They just picked it up. Wow. So I'm like, oh, well, at least I did something. I passed it on to them. Wow. But I, I used see to play you used like Uh-huh. Go ahead. I, say, I used to play like Brian McKnight song. Oh. I used to, I, he's like my favorite. And then um I know that Aretha and everybody used to play, but there's some people nowadays too. So mm. I but Brian McKnight was my favorite one. I love Brian and McKnight. I I one like, time he, he played in the lobby uh when I was working at Polygram Records with Mercury and he played in the lobby for us uh, when he first came out. And I was yeah. like this man can really sing and he's fine and play and yes and he's a musician amazing yes yes he is super <laughs> super amazing his voice is whew. um but uh and you used to play the viola i used to play the viola girl yes oh yes <laughs> and my mom brought it by accident she thought she was buying a violin but oh then they told it was a viola and i love it and that's why i love any kind of music that has violins and string instruments in it too because yes. it's so melodic and soothing i, I want to get into that yeah that's like yeah. Well, kind that's, of like the slow song well do you like blues best or jazz what is what is your favorite genre i kind of like a combination so yeah. i know that i've been trained separately for for opera and jazz you get separate training and you learn different scales for each but um i like to do a mix because like a lot of today's music if you hear like um SZA and the girls um chloe and haley mm -hmm. um they they have that jazz like I feel comfortable singing their music because I'm like that's that training that's you they have that jazz kind of opera kind of background right so I like a fusion of all those things you can it, it yeah it's different wow. <laughs> you got to weave it all together mm -hmm. so like maybe like a Jill Scott is jazz she's kind of like jazz and blues or um I loved Amy oh, Winehouse that was one of yeah. my favorite I love that yeah. girl very ja very jazzy yes yeah that was jazz yeah, that was this. Oh, I loved her. Um, I like Sade too. Yeah, Sade is my favorite too. Yeah, she's and she's I love a... Anita Baker too. Oh, Anita Baker. What? yes, and um, yeah, yeah, Layla Hathaway. Aliyah <laughs> Adams was good too. Yeah, remember yes. her? I love all of them. Yes, yes. and um, wow, is that did she sing "Baby Come to Me"? Or am I thinking Baby of Baby Come to Me? Come to me. And I love yeah. you. Yes. You. Oh, no, yes, yes. <laughs> I remember that was that. my favorite song. I used to copy that a lot when I was younger. Oh, just everybody! Her I think everybody did. <laughs> you want to see my yeah. vocal ability? Wait till you hear this. <laughs> I got these long runs. It's like right. Uh, okay, uh, but yeah, no, that's a real thing. But um, what about this? So I saw you. You said um, you used to um, used to, used to sing at Nell's. Uh, now, are mm -hmm. we dating ourselves when we say Nell's? Because that was I like guess so. 80s, I think so. Yes, right. That was well. You my, like I think it was more. It was the nineties. You but you look great. I'm just saying. Thank you. And uh, yeah, you know, you know what they say, <laughs> right? So, um, I yeah, it was it was more in the nineties. I think it was probably it might have been the late nineties. Uh -huh. It might have been the late nineties because they did kind of revive it. You uh -huh. know, when all the bad boy and everybody was out and everybody was trying to be a singer around Mary J. Blige time. Everybody was oh. doing that. Oh, they did revive yeah. it. Oh, okay. So it's been they a while. They did. Right? It's been since, yeah. the 80s since I've been announced. 
and but I, I haven't I don't know now. I have no Those idea. were the Brooks Shields days when she used to hang out there. Some of the models used to hang out there. That was yeah. way, way, way back. <laughs> you said that I was like Nels. I don't even know nobody who knows Nels. So good for you. <laughs> but Kudos. it was no. I mean, I was. I mean, I was there too. I mean, I was older when I was when I sang at Nels. Uh -huh. But I, it was been it has been there, and I was I remember we just always used to go there for open mm -hmm. mics, Nels wow. and uh, Cafe Wa and all those places in Greta Jones. I don't know if they still do it, but I know it's been years. Uh, um, yes. <laughs> my next question for you is, what led you to your voice? You know, I know there's so many different mm -hmm. genres of music. What led you to what your truth is? You know, your your singing um, pattern. Right. So. Um, and the songs that I like to write, I want to inspire people. Mm -hmm. So the people that inspired me, um, most I loved Boys to Men I, ever since the day they came out. It's strange because I have like a lot of men that I listen to because I mm -hmm. like them, how they riff and they run the individuals. Mm -hmm. um, so I also, I didn't know that I liked Aretha until recently, like because her tone, I have a similar tone. I'm not going to say I sound just like I was just saying, we have a similar tone. Right. So, uh, so those are the people that inspired me. Just listening, it just was in me from birth anyway, because I just would just sit around and listen to music. I can remember the first song that I heard when I was like six months old, <laughs> which wow. is weird. I think they used to play Reunited, and um, there was a Diana Ross song on the radio, <laughs> and Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson was the one I really loved. So oh, I would just boy. sit around and listening to the radio and just listening and copying the notes and. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. So what? Um, so I I do want you to do a song for us, but I was thinking of going to a sketch first, and then we'll come back okay. and you'll do a song for us. Is that good? Sure. Yes. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go to uh, Sketch City. Give me a second here. Uh, let's see if I can find what I'm looking for. Right there. Go. Um, okay. So first, do I need to take us out? Let me just see. Um, we'll be right back, guys. In one moment. Let's see. Hopefully, I won't have to remove it. Let me see. I'll go here. Oh, uh, hello. You're Justin Bieber. Nice to meet you. Uh, what a pleasure. Mm -hmm. My granddaughter Haley has told me all about you. Mm -hmm. uh, Justin, uh, oh, would I like some soda pop? Um, no, I wouldn't, but you can get my, my granddaughter here, Haley, some soda pop if you like. I'd like champagne, please. <laughs> Yes, that, that's what I drink, champagne. Yes. Um, oh, how was the concert? Oh, it was quite interesting, Justin. Very, very interesting. <laughs> no Cole Porter, no Bach, but you know, <laughs> you young people. <laughs> yes, you're so modern. <laughs> you see, I like everything in the 1940s, Justin. That's just me. Now, one little suggestion for me to you is I would dress up if I were you. Yes, I would dress up, dear, because of uh, those jeans and that little jean jacket. Uh, that's not really that's not really fancy to go at your concert. So that's the only advice I'd have for you, Justin. But um, uh, Haley, is the car here yet? Um, yes, I have a, a car waiting for me, Justin. I must really go now. But it's been a pleasure, a pleasure meeting you. And uh, oh, let me shake your hand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Justin, you're fabulous. You take care of yourself now and dress up a little bit, just a little bit. Bye. <laughs> Hi, you're watching Out of Town. I'm your host, Tanya, and I'm here with singer April Shalise. Thank you very much Thank for you. being patient with me. Uh, we got to do you. Sketch City because you got to get it all out. You know, you know, it's creative. Yeah. 
we cannot stop. Uh, but so, and it's connected to the times. <laughs> it is, it is. So what I would love for you to do a song for us. Uh, what's the title of this song that you're going to do? Well, um, this is a song called Why Does It Feel So Good? Um, I actually uh, did the original arrangement, but I, my son did it over for me. He's a, he's a producer as well. His name is Maestro TS. Oh. And um, so this is, he, he did the beat okay. um, along with his dad, Dr. Glitch. And then I wrote this song. So nice. Okay. Go. So are we ready? Uh-huh. We're ready. Okay. Can you hear anything? <laughs> yeah. Not yet, but everybody knows we're on Zoom. You never know what's going to happen. Be wary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but be positive. Okay. So mm -hmm. let me get here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had to restart it. That's okay. Um, All right. It's coming up now. Okay. I did such a big intro. and. <laughs> <laughs> waiting, waiting for it to pop up. Oh we are waiting Sorry. for the song from uh, singer-songwriter April. Oh, yeah, it's, it's coming. Why does it feel so good? It has like an 80s like vibe to it. Okay. A little bit. Okay. Oh, in, in, late 80s, early 90s. Oh, my favorite time. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> doing a New Year's party, so I hope that you'll be able to come through for us if you can. Yeah. Uh, if you're not already booked for something, it'll be no. fun. It's a Zoom party. Why not? Yeah, things have been going under a lot lately, unfortunately, because COVID's making its way back up. It's <laughs> making its grand entrance yeah. back. I know. Right. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, That's okay. This, it was just on, and then uh -huh. it just disappeared. It's okay. Try it again. We're 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 patient here. <laughs> and that's the thing about Zoom is you know that you never know what's going to happen with sound and lighting. I mean, it's just it is what it is. So, All right, uh, here it is. Good, you got it? Okay, ready? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you please for Miss yeah. April Shalise. Woo! Okay. Ooh, this feels like so much more than just simple lies. Cause, baby, when you touch me, I lose control. Mm, you got me doing things I never thought I'd do again. And this time it doesn't have to ever end. I promised myself that I wouldn't fall. I was doing so good for all long. But here you come in disrupting my chest. That's why it feels so good to me. Oh, why? Why does it feel so, so good? How can this touch be so understood? Why does this feel so good? Why does it feel so good? So good. Just a little preview. <laughs> Thank you very much. We couldn't oh, hear the music, but it's okay. You did a good acapella. That's perfect. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Listen, I tell everybody it's a Zoom. We never know what we're going to get. So yeah, it was great. It was great. Trust me. And, I, and it's nice for people just to hear, you know, something new and someone new. So don't you worry about it, girl. You killed it. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? It would have sounded better if you heard the music. <laughs> well, I heard it, but they didn't hear it. But don't worry. Just trust me. The music's great. 
So just trust me on that. Right. Right? It'll be great. Don't worry about it. It's a, it's absolutely great. And you did a fabulous job. Acapella is hard to sing, you know. So for you yeah. to do a job is like, don't worry about it. You got this. It's all good. <laughs> um, but I appreciate that so much. Um, um, now, do you think that your voice, uh, when you think of singing and singers, do you think your voice um, has been a gift to heal and bring joy to people? Yes. I mean, I do right now, even if I'm not doing um, regular shows, I love to go out singing everywhere. So my favorite place to sing right now is doing karaoke. I do karaoke every Saturday and I've gotten a little fan club there. So I'm like, oh, as long as because and then when they sing with you, it's, it's that much. And they inspire me as much as like when I, it makes me feel better, like to, for people to be like, oh, yeah, come sing. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. so when you get the adoration, it makes you feel better. Because sometimes I'll be standing up there and that's what makes you nervous. You stand up there and nobody you feel like nobody's paying attention or nobody right. cares. We have but a lot you of have I'm a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So we get the same you have, yes. the same accolades, same thing. Exactly. Yeah. So you know, when you have the crowd participation, that's what makes that's what brings out the soul. The, whatever the crowd is doing, that's what brings out yes. everything. Yes. And, and, that they and so I know I inspire them. Yeah. <laughs> they drive the energy and the inspiration. Yeah, yeah. I get it. What what imprint would you like to leave in the music? Um I would love to be able to just just inspire other artists to just do their their best. There's so many talented people out there and they don't get a chance. Right. And if I have inspired anybody, even if I haven't been able to nobody knows my themselves. If there's some person out there later on that's like, oh, I listen, used to listen to her. Mm -hmm. And they can be like, oh, even just with my children, as long as I inspire them to want to follow their passion and do music and mm -hmm. make it just easier for us as artists to just get what we want to do. Just do what we want to do with our lives. Right. If I can right. inspire somebody to do that, that would be the best thing. That's awesome. I, I saw um, that you had auditioned for Wanye's new show. Um, and yeah. I liked it, by the way. Um, did Thanks. that give you more fire and determination? So, because yeah. a lot of those shows to me are like what I call teasers, and they're just looking mm -hmm. for like, just like throwing out a thousand coins and they're hoping that they find the, the diamond in the middle of the coin. It's like, what? Right. Um, yeah. So, it's a teaser to me, and I think they're really not fair because mm -hmm. they, you know, it's all about it. All of it's set up like, nah. If they really wanted to do it the right way, they'd say, we're having an audition. Uh, send in your tape of your voice, and then they pick the song. Because right. now, boom, we don't have to waste all this stupid time of them telling me something's wrong. That's wrong. The, oh. <laughs> something like that's so stupid. It's like, yeah, is that the only reason why? Because I put them. Yeah, on. they didn't like the song. I guess. Yeah, yeah that that does bother me. Yeah, it's a, but I've also done it right for failure. I, the auditions where they've had us sing the song that they want us to do. Like I tried out for um, the Puffy uh, Diddy show when he had the group ultimately ended up being Destiny, not Destiny, Danity Kane <laughs> came oh. from the, I think it was Making the Band, that's what it was. I, I, I auditioned for that and they oh. had everybody pick uh, from one of three songs and the only song that I could relate to was the Beyonce song. But I did not really want to do a Beyonce song. So it's like, that's hard when you have to live up to that. And even though I rehearsed it and I did everything great, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Well, I, <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but I'm glad you didn't get that gig. <laughs> All I'm going to say. And it's a lot. Complete a fifth but on a lot that. Of, you know yeah, 
<laughs> oh, no, no, it's okay. A lot of people um, don't realize, even with like those types of shows, they think that, oh, the person that got on, they they just go appear and then they get on. You got to like compete from like, you got to go through a whole bunch of other auditions before you can get to the television yep. for that yes. one. And so, there's you got to do to get where those people get. So <laughs> depending on how much you want to get to get gone, you can get, get yeah. it. <laughs> but I mean, I can't, like, it does draw the right people. Like, even with um, Wanye Shum, he um, actually was looking for artists, but I do think that it's like a certain caliber or a certain level of artist that you yeah. want. He seems to um, go more towards the younger, the kids. So, they usually you do. Know. But yeah, so by, because my, my age, you're supposed to be verified and you're supposed to do all this stuff. But it took, it took a few stages just to even get to audition for in front of him. So I was grateful for that. And then I just got nervous because <laughs> he's like my idol. Like I just, that's one of the people that I just, just listened to for hours and hours just to hear his riffs and runs and how he executed it. Well, and I, so I was so nervous. <laughs> I know, but it's okay. I mean, this is the thing. And I forgot what artists said that a couple artists I've been watching on the gram and stuff. And they said, you know, you have a gift. It's so Shonda Rhimes is famous for saying that if you're a writer, you're a writer. You walk into the room, you are a writer. You don't need to yeah. be saying, well, ah, uh, because you got to sit at the table. You are, you did this what you do. You don't need to tell them that's what you do. You wrote something, you're a writer. You know, you're a singer, yeah. you're a singer. It doesn't matter whether you're around him or whether you're around mm -hmm. uh, Mariah Carey. It doesn't matter who, when I used to model, I never cared who. I didn't care who I was around. Come Naomi Campbell, yeah. whoever. I still always felt like I'm going to slay on this runway today. Or yeah. I'm gonna, if I was on, I wasn't, I wasn't on runway with her. But I'm saying whoever I was, I didn't care who it was. And I, usually I didn't even yeah. pay attention to who it was because I didn't care. Because I felt right. like I'm going to wear this garment just as fabulous as anybody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the singer has yeah. to do the same thing. You could be in a room with 10 of the great, Elton John and the greatest singers, Mariah mm -hmm. Carey. And I mean, that's greater, the greatest, but you know, Aretha Franklin, yeah. right? Yeah, that, you, you I, can't I, be intimidated. Yeah. I hate when people, like I saw one singer, I remember, was it Mary J. Blige? Um, something with, with, uh, with, with, uh, what's her name? Aretha Franklin. And, and somebody was like, oh, well, she didn't think such and such with the da da da, whatever. And I'm like, why there's two different voices two right. different voices exactly yeah. both voices alike so i can't compare you to mariah carey right you got to make the song your own that's what they always say that's it and you <laughs> have the thing that she can't do and vice versa right. it doesn't matter it, mm -hmm. why can't we have five thousand of the same of different talents you know why does that be yeah. one and and that goes to my next question you know as an artist i notice in a, it's a man's run industry exactly and, uh, <laughs> and it horror stories of the of the yeah. of new artists getting ripped off of between the royalties the abuse the being demeaned you know jesse reyes was one um that i heard yeah. stories about i don't know how true they are but that's what i heard um from some industry people so i don't know i wasn't there so that's my right. thing um but but what what at what point do we do these record deals like you know is to, to be demeaned to be told right. sorry you have to straighten out your hair. Sorry, you need to be a little bit lighter. Mm, your hips are too big. But but and then they contradict themselves because the first thing they put in the video was what big butt girl, big right? Was like a stripper when it's like, but I was already that size. Now you made me get to right. the size zero. What happened? You see what I'm saying? It's a contradiction yeah. because it's men running it pretty much. Yeah. When I started out, I started out in a group. So mm -hmm. the problem I had is that. 
you know, they, I guess they wanted all lighter skinned girls. I guess I didn't fit because of that. And, and it's taken when I, when I was younger and I felt that way and I would express myself and I would say, well, that's not fair. You know, I know because, because they say it to you when back in the day, they used to just say it like, oh, well, yeah, like either you'll be sitting with all your friends and they'll, they'll say, oh, you're such a group of beautiful women. You're, you're cute too. I'm like, did I ask you to separate me from <laughs> the rest of them? Like, oh, I, and you're pretty too. Oh, thanks. Like, I had a guy, we were all pretty. someone literally in front of me and this group that I was in and the lead person was the one in charge who got us the gig. And the guy pulled the, the my light skin Puerto Rican friend and was like, "Oh, you're cuter than the rest of them because you're light skin and you can." Uh, right, while we're hearing, it, and it's like, and we could really make you into an individual artist, blah blah blah. She never went anywhere because she didn't listen. I said, "No, this is the original person who bought us in. We can't go over her. How the hell right. that works? You got the contact. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but that's because there's some man, and sorry, men, you know how y'all get, and that's not yeah. all." Men, just industry and men, you know who you are. Mm. Um, they are, they have these um, fetishes, we'll call them. Okay. Exactly. Yes. And that's what they are, fetishes. We want to, our girls light skin with beautiful hair. What's beautiful and hair? And they even have songs. It's gorgeous. What are you talking about? Right. You talking? They still have songs to this day talking about praising one color or one texture or one over your own race. <laughs> Yes, all of them. Drake, all of them says, I want my baby with light skin hair and nice hair. I said, first of all, y'all, all y'all yeah. are lying because let me tell you something. I don't care how white and light she is. You can have a baby with 25,000 people you want to. But if you's a Negro and you're a male having a black baby, I guarantee <laughs> you she's going to have hair like mine without the braids. Right. Okay. And then at all. And Cardi B's example of her baby. Oops. I'm just mm -hmm. saying. I mean, <laughs> She's beautiful. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying the hair yeah. type. Don't be going by hair yeah. type. Are you kidding me? I like. Yeah. I, I had my baby. I didn't think like, oh, what did my baby's hair look like? I don't care, but darn. Yeah, this one is my baby beautiful and healthy. That's it. That's, are healthy. we breathing? Are we healthy? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I, they should be worried about. Yeah, but people really are that vain. That and I've heard people say it. Oh, look at her hair. She's so cute. Look at her hair. I'm like, no, don't do that because you build a complex in those kids. And those yeah. kids grow up to be like an Amber Rose and all them people who think they're cute because they light skin right. or whatever, whatever their it, it thing is. I don't know. You know, I'm not mm -hmm. saying that's all of them, but I'm just saying some of them really are out there thinking like, I know I'm cute because of this, because all the rappers mm -hmm. are saying it. And I'm like, you guys are stupid, first of all. But for me, <laughs> as a darker skin woman, it's a blessing for me because I get rid of all the trash right away. Right. And, right I, and I had to speak to... Yeah, I had to speak to my daughter about um, guys because what I think that women are wising up nowadays because no woman wants a man that wants her only because of the color of her skin or or whatever. They don't want no woman is you're never gonna do anything great with a man that only wants you for your physical appearance. So yes, thank you. That's I'm what I, I'm happy you teaching her that lesson because it's so <laughs> sad that all the I can imagine all the young girls that are not light skinned watching right. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah. not even that, but even all my white friends and family members who watch and their kids, they're watching, they see these patterns. So they pick these patterns up too, not wanting to, but they, it's just innate because that's what you see on TV. Uh, they won't yeah. let anybody in, but Alina Horn at back in the day. 
right? Right. Diana Carroll yes. and Diana Ross and them, they came after, thank you, Jesus. Right. But, you know what I'm saying? They came after, and then we got yes. uh, uh, Cicely Tyson and, you know, other greats, right? Yes. But that, that's yes. Yeah, exactly. So it took a while, but I'm glad you're saying that. So I'm glad you understand where I'm going with that. I just, as a singer, I'm just, I mean, you know, as whenever I have a yeah. singer on, I try to, anybody who's watching who has a young girl, I want to hit all the angles so they know that this game is not a game that you just run into. Like, oh, like I have one friend whose daughter's trying to get into modeling and singing or something. And I was like, I don't mm -hmm. think you know what business you're trying to get your kid in. <laughs> you're about to fully, yeah. fully, excuse the expression, pimp out your kid pretty much. Because that's right. kind of this industry, unless you know what you're doing, you better watch your kid. That's what I would. Yeah, I would you have to. Yeah, most yeah, of, I and I feel like most of the females that are out, uh, the female singers that are out now. I mean, they they got here, they got this far because they had a parent, and they had parents uh, looking out for their best interests. So you yeah. have like Brandy, and you have even Chloe and Haley, their parents. Well, some looking look out, out too for much. Some looking yeah. out too much, like Drew Barrymore uh, with Brooks. Oh Shields. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like well, a little too much looking out. Uh, it's because they were looking out. No, for I think that. <laughs> They didn't care about that. Um, no. Drew Barrymore was like nine years old going into uh, yeah. Studio 54 or something. Yeah, horrible <laughs> stories, horrible stories. I mean, that was, I, I love Drew Barrymore because when I think about a nine-year-old on cocaine in Studio 54, the trauma yeah. that, that I'm like, this girl's still alive and her smile is like worth a million dollars. Yeah, she's so she's so good. Like she's, I love her. I feel. I mean, because me, that's with them. I grew up with those types of people. You see the, they try to say, they try to say no drugs, no this, any other thing. And I tried to listen to what I saw on the TV, but then you realize you go back and you listen to their stories about what happened. Like my one of my favorites, Punky Brewster, who oh, was doing, <laughs> she was doing, uh, just say no uh, to um, campaigns while. Right, being on coke in the background. Right. Everybody, everybody the day, they all was all. I mean, they listen. I got stories. I used to work for Stephen Rubell. I got stories back in the day from between my modeling, uh, traveling, and oh, what did I do? Between my modeling and traveling and working in the club scene, I got stories, but I would never tell them. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, hold on to your kids, people. Uh, if you yeah. if they want to be a singer, you better you better figure out. Let me see. How am I going to make this happen on our terms? Because there's ways to do it. You don't have to be and Beyonce. Everybody can't be a Beyonce. And you don't want to be, trust me. You're supposed you to be, be yourself. <laughs> exactly. You have a different reason to be here. So, well, as a female artist, are you trying to sit at the table of the music industry or create your own table? Create my own table, definitely. Because I've seen it, I've seen it where it's come so far. Even when I was younger, when I started out, um, they made us take courses about how women should feel about respecting themselves and treating themselves and make sure they, they gave us courses on that for free. I was like, wow, that's amazing. There were just women in the industry that would bring other women together and tell them what you look out for. So I think that helped me out a lot because wow. even though I know a lot of people that got record deals and they probably didn't pan out the way it was supposed to, it kind of helped me know this to not where, where not to go and who not to go with. Mm. Wow. Like try to protect myself. And it's yeah. sad that you still have to go through that. I mean, we this was even before R. Kelly. So right. the, and these are the types of things that happen. Right. You don't oh, know oh, how to... around way before R. Kelly. Stop playing. I mean, right. about, <laughs> nobody, I mean, I'll leave the, everybody with this. Think about you, Hefner. He had 16-year-olds mm. and younger in the Playboy Mansion when Cosby and all of them were there. So not just Cosby. He ain't the only one. There's massive amounts of Hollywood men 
that were doing way same or worse stuff that Weinstein, yeah. Cosby, and all the mouths other people were doing, but nobody's talking about it. Why? Because it's the old boys game. <laughs> if you don't get caught, ain't nobody gonna say nothing. That's the, that's how they just. I just hope they don't. They're, I hope that people are doing a lot better. That's why you have to create your own table. So you you need to just build build yourself up with people that you trust. That's it. Because you don't know what the outside world wants you to do, and and it helps you to stay true to yourself, especially if you have a lot of people that are supporting you. So if we're creatives, we're all creatives. We all can create together. Right. Exactly. So so what are you some of your, in, your latest projects going on, and where can we find you? Um, I have some things on SoundCloud. Okay. Um, and you can always check me out on Instagram. And like I said, every every Saturday, I'm usually doing karaoke at the Fox and Falcon. They support me a lot, so the Fox <laughs> um, that's a fun place. Yeah, the Fox and Falcon in South Orange. That's that's okay. a fun place to be. Okay. And there's awesome. a lot of talented people actually there, so you get to meet a lot of talented people too. What night is that? Saturdays. Um, I think he starts like after ten Saturday oh. nights. Okay, so, so he's not. Yeah, he didn't do it yesterday because because of you know Halloween holidays now, but every Saturday. Okay, so that's awesome, guys. Uh, so you heard it here. You can uh, go and I put the Instagram uh, to sign up. Go sign up, like, subscribe, and you know, of course, go like and subscribe to YouTube page. Yeah. My YouTube page on the town with Tanya. Uh, we're hopefully bringing new shows for the new years. Um, and uh, and we've been sitting chatting with uh, singer songwriter April Shalise. Thank you so much Thank for uh, taking the time for us. You guys can find her on on the gram because the gram is just probably the best place to find her. And SoundCloud, right? You said SoundCloud as well. SoundCloud, yes. SoundCloud. Yes. Uh, and so you guys find her if you need to find information. Inbox me. I'll give it I'll to you. Um, any albums dropping anytime soon? Or are you just working right now, just trying to keep the name building up and building up the image? Yes, I'm trying to. Um, I'm working on a few things. I, I, as soon as I get back in the studio, hopefully it will be the beginning of the year. And I'm working on getting some videos out pretty okay. soon. So probably by February, everything will be out. And I'll have, if you join me on my Instagram, I'll keep everything that I'm going to, all my up and coming events posted on there. Thank you so much. And make sure you let us know because we'll definitely come back and uh, have you back on again. All right. Thank you. And, yes. Uh, my audience, <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for watching. And we'll, we'll see you next Sunday. Um, I appreciate you guys. And I, I might be in Thursday with Liz, but I'm not sure yet. We're waiting until after New Year's for the new shows. But I will definitely be seeing you for the new year. And thank you so much for watching. And hang out with me, uh, April, for a moment. Okay, ready? Okay. Uh, guys, uh, thank you. I can't see who's out there, but thank you for watching. I think Grandma's out there. And I want to say my friend from Poland's out there. What's up, Ella? Boop. Um, <laughs> but um, thank you, guys. And I'll see you guys next week. <laughs>